Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Jillian. How are you? Good. Yeah, we're back from break. We're back from break. Season four. I know. Can't believe it. It seems like it doesn't seem like it's been that long to have like 40 episodes. We've been going since August. I know. Our year is going to be like not that long from now. I know. We should have a celebration. Well, duh. We have a celebration every time we get a new follower. It's That's called true. Crack It Open Another High Noon. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Podcast recording day. Yep. Hey, so I wanted to start something new. I want to talk about what are you buzzing about this mm. week? Well. Tell me something good. I mean, I don't know if this is good, but like my four-year-old has celiac now. So yeah, that's not good. No. <laughs> so we're starting gluten-free. So that's a new thing. Mm-hmm. It's been interesting. Mm-hmm. It's been a journey. Um, Smut-wise, though, I am finally reading a book for pleasure. Yay! We read a lot of our books we read for our podcast, which mm-hmm. I love doing, by the way. But, but it is for pleasure. Right. But still. But, you know, I'm not having to, like, take notes and we're not really going to talk about it. I mean, maybe we will one day. Who knows? But... I'm reading uh, Chasing Love by Kat T. Mason. It is a best friend's brother romance. Ooh, it's muddy. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it smutty though? Yeah. Okay, right. I on. like it so far. Yeah. Looks like it's a series. I think there's like four books total. Right on. You'll have to let me know how that yeah. goes. Yeah. What about yeah. you? What are you buzzing about? Um, I have a new drink, Ooh. which I'm now in love with. Another new like seltzer drink, but it's like a zero sugar type of situation. Okay. Uh, Blackberry Lime Mojito by Crook and Marker. Oh. I know. I'm kind of obsessed. I got it at the Target. Mm, mm-hmm. So now I'm obsessed with it. Um, and then also we had a author reach out to us on TikTok just to say hello. Um, and said that she listened to the show, Holly Robert. So shout out to you because I just downloaded your Bitten by Death book. Oh. I'm getting ready to start it, like, pretty much when we're done recording this here podcast today. Well, so let me know how it is. I know. I definitely will. But we're excited about those kind of things. Uh, we're also excited about the book that we're going to talk about today. I'm excited about this book. I read this book forever ago when it came out, like, in 2013. But I just got you to read it. So I'm. Mm-hmm. And we've not talked about no. it. So I'm super excited to hear what you're going to say. But we've done Beautiful Bastard by Christina Lauren. Uh, If you don't know, Christina Lauren actually is a co-writing team. So it's Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings who write this together. This is called The Beautiful Bastards or The Beautiful Series. And there's technically eight books in this series. But I believe that it's only four different couples. And you revisit through novellas through a timeline. And they're all interactive somehow together. Um, I've read them all, mm-hmm. but today we're only going to talk about the first book and that's what you read as well. was just yes. the first book. So, uh, just kind of, uh, checking your temperature on this mm-hmm. one. How'd you feel about that? there, beautiful bastard. 
I liked it. Yeah. I liked the book. I would read the second one. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot it for does. me. Because honestly, for me, if you don't catch my attention, I absolutely will not download the second book. Mm-hmm. But I had some issues with the girl, which is not shocking. It and we'll get into not. that. Yeah. But overall, I liked it. I'm glad. I'm glad. I really liked mm-hmm. it, too. Um, so I'm going to give you kind of your lowdown, your stats, yo. So you've got your main uh, chick. Her name is Chloe Mills. Uh, our dude refer- affectionately or not affectionately refers to her as Miss Mills. Mm-hmm. Then you have our main hotness and his name is Bennett Ryan. And she refers to him as Mr. Ryan. This is a boss secretary type of situation. Mm-hmm. So you've got like a nine month relationship. So it's not like I'm a brand new secretary just starting out. These two have worked together for like nine months and absolutely loathe each other. Right. They hate each other. They loathe each other. They talk shit to each other. They're, they're not nice. They're not nice. They're professional. Yeah. But they're sarcastic and they're both dicks. They're mean. They're mean. Straight up mean. Right off the bat. You do not get that where the man is in more power than the woman. So she's biting her tongue and you as a reader know how she feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe Mills puts it right out right. there to bet at Ryan's face. Right. You're a fucking dick. Right. All the time. Yep. But they work fantastic right. together. Yeah. So I think it's like a advertising business, marketing type yeah. of thing. Um, it's a family business for him. So his dad like runs the whole thing. And she's technically an intern because she's going right. for a master's program. And but she is working here and has worked here and has dazzled everyone that she works with because she takes no mess. Right. And she does her business and she devotes everything to her job. Right. So I liked her. I liked her right off the bat. Yep. I liked her. She so she got the job because she essentially Bennett's dad, the C, the original CEO of the company took her under his wing and she's become very close with Bennett's family. Like they all know her, they have dinners together. Uh, and the father put them together on purpose because he knew that she wouldn't take his shit. Right. And he's just cocky. Yeah. That's what he is. Yes. I mean, he's a dick. He's cocky. Yep. He's in charge of his, you know, master of the universe yeah. You know, he, whatever. That's what you get at when it comes right. out of his mouth. And he is an asshole. Right. He's a pure fucking asshole. And she is very clear that she doesn't like him. She yep. loathes him. She hates everything about him, but he's hot. So that's why he's called the beautiful, beautiful bastard. bastard. Right. Yeah. So initially I liked her attitude, mm-hmm. like her grit, like her passion, her aggressive, like sass. I liked it. Mm-hmm up front Mm -hmm. so right now as i'm reading this book i like this girl yeah also i like him now for me there's a couple times that he kind of crosses the line from like hot sexy asshole to like eek cringy a little cringy i just feel like the hate was sometimes i don't know not sexy do you mean like the dirty talk no not the dirty talk i like the dirty talk yeah I just mean like when they were like going at each other mm-hmm. in a professional manner, if you can call going at each other in a professional <laughs> manner a thing. <laughs> I guess. Um, I just felt like, I don't know, if someone talked to me like that in a professional manner, like as my boss, I would be 
absolutely not attracted to you, regardless of how hot you were. So for me, I understood that he's this like sexy, hot guy. But for me, there's a line from like asshole sexy to you've crossed a line and now I'm annoyed with you and you're too mean. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And it was just a couple of times after a while, I actually flipped the script and I actually liked him more than her. And at the beginning, I liked her more than him. I think what I absolutely am trying not to laugh hysterically right now is the fact that you're obsessed <laughs> with bully romance, <laughs> high school reverse harems. And this big bad boss crossed the line because he told this bitch to get him some coffee. Like, you need to stop. You just need to stop right now. To be fair, it was not coffee. It was not coffee, but there was no time in this book. I Every page I read, I'm like, you're such an asshole. But there's no line that I ever read that was like, oh, I would be appalled by this. This must be a red flag. I would, I, no, not at any part during this book that I have that. Well, you know, I'm all about red flags. I know so. you are. It's a little ridiculous. I know. Okay. Anyway, so here's where we are. So at the beginning of the book, you're basically getting the explanation from Miss Mills of why Mr. Ryan is such an asshole right. and why she has to deal with him and whatever. Yeah. And apparently there is some, like he's she's late because she was in a car accident he doesn't listen to her about why she was late he decides to throw an extra project in her lap that has to be done it forces her to stay late after hours she meets him in this conference room she lays out this whole thing on the table and then for whatever reason out of the nine months that they have spent hating and loathing and working together professionally mm-hmm. he all of a sudden touches her ass Right. And it goes downhill from there. Yeah. So he touches or her ass. He, he goes up. <laughs> he moves his hands up. Yep. He's telling her, like, what are you thinking? That's the first words that come yeah. out of his mouth after she's sucked in a breath and is like, what the absolute fuck is happening right, right now? And he's like, what are you thinking? And she's thinking, like, I think you need to go lower. And so, yeah. like, I loved her from the beginning because she wasn't going to take the mess from this, like, dick who was in charge of her. But then she also, when she's now put in this situation where she's like, I know you're fucking the sexiest thing I've ever laid my eyes on. And now you're touching me and my body is doing all these weird things. And I don't know what's happening because I hate you. But God, yes, don't stop. Right. And that's what you get. Yes. That's exactly what happens in this book from the beginning up until almost the very end Mm -hmm. of this book is what this book is about are two separate things banter and sex right i have never read it before where it continues for as long as it does yeah and how you can develop feelings because i mean spoiler alert they're going to end up together so i mean duh you know there's eight bucks so uh yeah they develop these feelings for each other as they're still telling them i hate you as i'm riding your penis right now and coming like seven times in a row right i fucking love this book yes i love this book I I feel like the thing this book does the best is it shows that there's a very fine line between hate and love. Yes. Like they're essentially the same emotion just on a different side of a coin, mm-hmm. right? Like it's the same thing. Yeah. You cannot hate someone, truly hate someone unless there's something about them that you love. And I feel like that is kind of the ride that this book takes you on is they do hate each other, but in the midst of that, their sexual chemistry allowed them to 
get to know each other on a different level. Yeah. Uh, and they do fall for each other. Yeah. Now for me, everyone knows I hate a wishy-washy anything. Right. After a while, I feel like this is like the seventh time you've had sex and you're still afterwards being like, I shouldn't be doing this. This isn't good for me. This isn't good for my job. But like, I can't stop. Well, then don't stop. Just go with the flow. You know, you like him. You know, you're falling in love with him. So that was what I had issue with is that at some point, now don't get me wrong. I like the banter. Yeah. But at some point you have to let go and like go with the flow. It's like constant. I'm going to have the best sex in my life. And then I'm going to, and then we're going to stop and I'm going to grab on my clothes. I'm going to run out the door. I'm going to be so upset with myself. I'm bored with you. No one should be upset about what just happened in that room. Oh, I agree. You know what? I, I'm so, that was the only issue I had was I felt like she was too wishy-washy to a point. It was fine at the beginning, but like after a while, when you could tell he's actually starting to get feelings for her, he puts it out there and he tells her, listen, I want more than this. I haven't slept with anybody else. I have feelings for you. I want more than this. I don't just want us to have this sexual relationship in a room. Mm -hmm. And then when we leave the room, we're going to pretend that we we hate each other. Yeah. And that's what, and he was very upfront about that. It was like, she just could not grasp on to letting go of hatred and realizing that you actually love this guy. And so for me, towards the end, I was just like, okay, fucking give it up. See, and I felt for her. Mm, I felt for her the whole time because here's this man who you, who you know hates you as much as you hate him, but for whatever reason, you can't stop fucking. And I get it. And I get how every time is the last time. This is a mistake. Also, I do want to just point out because it's going to play it later on. He's a panty ripper. Yeah. And I'm fucking obsessed. I am obsessed with the fact yeah. that he rips every single fucking pair of underwear she has on. I do like that. To where it gets to the point to where when she lifts her skirt, she just kind of looks at him like, you're going to do it anyway. Just do it. Yeah. And then she likes it. Yes. But that's what Chloe does throughout the entire thing. She thinks she's not supposed to feel the way that she does, but she can't stop once he has his hands on her. And he knows that. So he's playing Mm -hmm. her. But she thinks he's playing me. There's no way. He hates me as much as I hate him. There's no way he has actual feelings for me. So I need to protect myself so that I don't have feelings for him. But she does have feelings for him. And he does have feelings for her. And when he comes out and just says it, and is the first one to say it, like it floored me because you don't usually get right. that out of your men yes. characters. You know, you got to pry it the fuck out yep. of them yep. because they're big fucking tit babies. Right. But not Ben and Ryan. I no. mean, he just flat out came out and was like, again, I want more outside of this room. Yeah. So she has to wrap her head around that. Well, they do get into the situation where they're away. They're at a conference. He gets sick. She takes care of him. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. Everything changes from just we're fucking to we're kind of seeing each other to we're going to have a relationship when this conference is done and we go back to the office. It's the way that it is. Right. We're not going to fight it anymore. Well, she filled in for him while he was sick at this conference and she thought she did really good. He told her she did really good. But when he talked to the other person that she had the meeting with in front of him, they kind of downplayed it. Like it's part of the boys club. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And she felt 
devastated. Right. She was like, well, I'm a fucking idiot then because you're lying to me. You don't want me the way that I want you. And if you really do think of me this way, then you don't think of all those things that you said to me when I filled in for you, that you were so proud of Mm -hmm. me and blah, blah, blah. So she breaks it off and like even resigns and the family is coming after him. Right. Like, what the fuck did you do to Chloe? You know, you're such an asshole and blah, blah, blah. And let just, I mean, we're just going to spoil alert it because this book is not very long, but yeah. They, you know, a couple months passes and eventually they do get back yeah. together. And the book, one, ends kind of abruptly. Very abruptly. I didn't love like, it. Like, they get right back together and then, boom, that's yeah. the end of it. Because it goes right into book two and, you know, yeah. whatever. And it's a different couple, but they're still in yeah. it and they're still together and, you know, blah, blah, So, I don't really know what to tell you. Like, I am obsessed <sighs> with, I mean, that, that, again, that's it. That's all there is to book one. Right. But here's what I'm obsessed with. I am obsessed with this motherfucker and his dirty talk. Oh. His panty ripping. Yeah. His dirty talk. His fuck. I mean, literally fucking her the very first time in a conference room against a window mm-hmm. saying everyone in Chicago can see you right now. Yeah. You know, fucking from inside of a car in a parking garage. These and fucked in a dressing room yeah. in La Perla. They're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It's, I mean, and the sex scenes were super well written super hot she's just too dramatic for me Mm. like the whole like at the conference club whatever she he says what's wrong with you like what's going on and she tells him Mm -hmm. like she's very upfront about why she's upset and he said he gave an explanation this is why i said it you know i don't think that i told you all of the things that i thought and i meant them when i said it and you believe me when I said it and she's still, she's still like resigns and like, doesn't, doesn't talk to him anymore. And I yeah. just felt like that was like, he was, overkill. He, it was overkill. Yeah. He told you the truth. He was honest. You said you wanted to be in a relationship with him. Now you're not believing what he said when he's on it. I just, it was too overkill for me. Like you quit a job mm-hmm. that you needed to graduate. That it, you loved. Right. Because why? Yeah. It wasn't enough. Like to me in the story, the way that the relationship was building and how everything was going, it should have been over a woman. It should have been a misunderstanding over an ex because he was like a big fat man whore. And, but he tells her, I've not touched anyone else since I started touching you. And shocker, he doesn't, she doesn't believe him the first time. Yeah. I know. There's a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we still have some some things to say. There's still some things to talk about. So we'll be back after we hear from our sponsor. Thanks, Anchor. Welcome back. Hi, guys. All right. What did you like about this book? Well, because we already said I liked the sex and the banter and right. the naughty talk. I mean, I liked all of those things too. Good. But I really did like how the man in this book got more emotional before the woman agreed like he was very upfront about what he wanted and how he felt and that's usually not something that we see yeah um it's usually the woman always first and i liked it that it was a man this time around me too it was a good change of pace yeah so yeah well i think in wrapping up the book we have to, we, we have been told that we have to bring back from the original episodes, mm. the dick score. Yep. 
So for those who might not have checked out season one, we did try this thing called Dick Score. And what we're basically doing is, you know, basically zero out of five dicks mm -hmm. is going to score how we feel overall about the book. Right. And this would include how we feel about the man character, the female character, the plot, as well as the dirty, nasty, fun sex. Right. So dick score this bad boy for me. What's your overall? Zero mm. out of five dicks. I'm going to seven. Seven dicks for I me. I just said zero out of five dicks. Oh, no, I want to do ten. I don't want to do ten. No. I only want to do five. Four. Four? Yep. Okay, I'm going to do a four. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm going to do a five. Fuck okay. you. I love this book. <laughs> no, fuck you. I'm not going to let anyone talk me out of it. She was not wishy-washy to me. I thought she was a badass, and she never annoyed me, and I loved her. So. All right. Five out of five for you. Five out of five. Four out of five for me. Yeah. That wraps up Beautiful Bastard by Christina Lauren. Hey, look, guys, this is not a Kindle Unlimited book, but it is still really great. It's a really great series. So it is. Pick that up. I mean, they have a ton of other stuff, too. This is just the one series I picked up on that I couldn't stop rereading. Right. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. But, you know, there yeah. you go. Okay. All right. Hey, Spotify. Oh. We found out something new. You can rate us on Spotify now. On Spotify. All it took was me actually like accepting the update right. on my phone. And then when I figured that out, I was like, huh, apparently you could do yes. this for a while. So even if you were one of those lovely, amazing people that rated us on Apple. Mm -hmm. 21 people did. Thank you right. so much. <laughs> please, please feel free to go over to Spotify and rate us. And if you haven't rated us yet, please do so. Yes. We would love to have a rating on there. We would. Yeah. Yeah. It lets us know what we're doing here. Yeah. So at the end of every episode, we do have a message that lets you know where to find us and mm -hmm. all the places and all the things that we want you to do when you go there, but it would be really appreciated. Yes. All right. What's coming up for next week? Well, no, I think we should pause. I think we should talk about what has come out so far. Oh. Because there's been a lot of things that have come out. In the world of smut? There has been. Actually, Fifty Shades of Grey just had their 10-year anniversary. 10 years. So they did new covers of oh, the books. 10 now, years. I did not rush right out and purchase them, but I'm going to mm -hmm. because I just want the new ones on my shelf yeah. now. So I can't believe it's been 10 years. Yeah. Since That's the original wild. Fifty Shades of Grey. And we recently did a Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. episode. If you want to go back and check that out, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, our girl, Sienna Snow. We love her. She uh, just released book six of the Gods of Vegas series. Uh, this one's called Master of Fortune. Now, we reviewed the uh, first one. The first one. So we love her. We, we love, love her. the book series. Yeah. So check it out. Super excited about that. Uh, another author that we did an episode on, we did The Protectors by Teresa Gableman. Mm -hmm. uh, Lana just came out. Oh. Sid. Yeah. Sid and Lana. I love yes. Sid and Lana. This book is amazing. You guys have to check it out. That whole series is so good. I know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's happening next week? Uh, JT Gessinger. Oh. Queens and Monsters mm. series love this series i love this series and i have a special like out there's so three yep there's three i have one like my one main guy i'm not gonna tell you yet 
But I have a feeling it's the same one as me. Of course it is. <laughs> but uh, we share many a book yes. friends. But we do love this series very, very much. We and do. we're super excited to review it for you guys next week. So definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Until next week. Yeah. Have a good week, you guys. Bye. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.